When was the last time you went to a movie theater, Grant? question it was a long actually no not as long ago as i think um <laughs> it was for uh the spider-man oh like the most recent one is that the like the no way home spoiler alerts the one where like there's, there mo- were there's many spider-men <laughs> yeah yeah that is the most recent one that came out like a few months ago or something yeah i saw that in theaters nice um but then since that, it was like, I don't know, like, Star Wars, maybe? <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Star I suppose that, that, that makes sense, though, because that came out at the end of 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. So that, that definitely tracks. Nice. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if I went to something in the middle, in between those two, but I don't think I have. Okay. Nice. It, it's just been in my head. We have a, a group of people, well, one person in the group... One and a half people in the group are big movie buffs, mm. and uh, we we've enjoyed now. So we've been going to the theater a few kind of with a, with more frequency than I have with groups of friends. Like I went, I went pretty frequently when I was just alone in San Diego. Like it was just a fun thing to do randomly on like if a movie that I heard about came out, like I would just be like, oh yeah, I'll go see this. Mm-hmm. So I saw a fair number of movies that way. But now it's been like, now that it feels like it's okay to go to a theater and we have a group of people to go with, just kind of be like, hey, we're going to go to a movie this night. Do you want to come? We've we've now been to four or five movies in the past couple of months, Mm. which is, and and in particular, we went to two in a row this weekend and, or technically Thursday, Friday. And then another one, like, three weeks ago, right before we went back to Minnesota for a bit. So, yeah. But it's been fun. I, I like going to a movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. Always got to have your bunch of crunch. So, uh, when we went on Thursday, or when we went, um, the first movie that we went back to at the local AMC, we went to see The Batman, and they did not have bunch of crunch. Oh! <gasps> Exactly. And then the next movie we went to, we saw the new Doctor Strange movie, but we saw that at an Alamo Draft House. So, are you familiar with the Alamo Draft House? No. Okay, so it's like, it's a small chain of fancy theaters that take movies pretty seriously, but what they're also very known for, the main reason that I knew about them is that they are the kind of theater where servers walk around and will take your order. What? But the way that you do it is you're just sitting. The the pairs of seats have like a table in front of them, kind of. And you write down your order on a slip of paper. And if servers notice that, they'll come by, pick up your slip of paper. And then, you know, in some period of time, they will come back with whatever you ordered. Drinks or food or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it's a nice experience. I got to have a pizza and a milkshake while having while watching a movie. That's a good time. Hmm. Um... So that that way, for, or for that one, I wasn't even thinking movie snacks. Like, that's not what you're there for. You're there for the whole shebang, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that wasn't a concern. And then this past Thursday, we went and saw the new... Uh, now, I'm getting, now I'm getting confused. We saw the new Top Gun movie first. That was on Thursday. 
Mm. And Aaron ordered ahead on the app so that we wouldn't have to wait in any concession line. Mm-hmm. And Bunch of Crunch wasn't an option online. But when we showed up to pick up mm. our order, Bunch of Crunch was just there. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. I felt betrayed. So then, luckily, we re- we went to a movie on Friday. We went to see Everything Everywhere all at once, finally. And then I managed to get myself my Bunch of Crunch, so... Wait, what did you see? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Interesting. Which I suppose if you have nobody in your immediate circle who talks about movies at all, I suppose it makes sense that you haven't heard of it, but it also is probably the most popular movie in the, like, it's been a very popular movie for the past, like, month. Lots of conversations about it. on earth? Yeah, I have... (laughs) I'm feeling really out of touch right now. I've had like three stupid questions, but I feel like this is probably the stupidest now. And they've all been like, what is this? Yeah. Or this is out? Question mark. Mm-hmm. But, whoa, weird. It's a good movie. It's super weird. Um, I recommend it. I thought it was really good. Like if you like movie, like l- let's let's make the distinction between a movie and cinema you know okay like top gun maverick is a movie you're there to have fun you know it's a rip roaring fun action movie with tom cruise cool everything everywhere all at once is like really weird and and more what i would think of as like cinema like Mm -hmm. it's it's also funny it's cool like it's a good movie um but it's definitely not for people who just like casually like to go see the next Marvel movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I enjoyed it. We had a good time. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Have you been up to anything interesting recently? I'm gonna be honest. No, not at all. No. Well, be totally shame. honest. I have done virtually nothing this weekend. Um, let's think. What's the most eventful thing I've done this weekend? Like I went out and got drinks with some friends and we resolved <laughs> oh it's gonna sound sad maybe i don't care uh we resolved to not drink at the establishment where we frequently drink at for like the next month because there are a few friends who just like love drinking at one place that we just like are so over we're so done with it it just sure. like, so it's like why do we go here what, what kind of place is it like how would you describe it it's like a like a like a collegey kind of bar that's like just kind of a local just a one-off not, place. It's just like yeah, it's just like a local bar like near campus. Okay. That's just like meh. Got it. And like it's it's definitely not like an undergraddy bar or anything like that. Mhm. Um but it's just like a bar. And it's like why do we go here? Like it's got it's it's got no appeal other than that it is convenient. Mm-hmm. But like there's tons of places nearby that are just as convenient. Sure. That are just not I don't know. It's just kind of bland, I feel like, and it's not like the drinks are that cheap or anything and I don't know why we always go there. <laughs> so are the people who like going there okay with the arrangement of not going there for a month or are they kind of Oh, they un- are unaware at this point. Oh. They have not been brought into the conversation. Um, <laughs> so you just tell them, hey, we're going here? Um, or do you just not invite them now for a month? <laughs> no, it'll probably be like, <laughs> they'll suggest we go there. And then my response will be, 
I'd love to hang out with y'all, but let's not go there. Oh, okay. okay. Or I'd love to hang out with y'all, but I'm not going if you're going there. <laughs> or that let's seems think pretty direct. Way. How would they not uh, be aware of this then? Well, oh, they will become aware of it eventually, but they okay. haven't been brought into the loop yet. Okay. Um, a more positive way is like I'd love to hang out with y'all, but I'd rather go here. <laughs> okay, and which of those do you actually say? Uh, I haven't them? had to say any of them yet, so I don't oh. know. Okay, well, the way that you were just describing it made it sound like this is a conversation you've had. This is no, why I was confused. It's a conversation I've had like 10 times in my mind so far because I know it's going to come up eventually and I'm trying to plan it out. So has it not come up because they just don't care? Like what what a conversation is happening that you guys are going to another place? Like that that, that was my question. Oh, so me and one of the other people who typically like hangs out with the group of people who like we have like a group chat of like people who would go out and get a drink like on a random day. Uh and so me and one of the other people in that group chat, we were talking when we were hanging out cuz we were hanging out at a place other than the normal place where people go. And we it just kind of came around to like this is nice. Like I'm glad we're not at the other place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice to have a change in scenery. And then we started talking about how we felt like we haven't explored nearly as much as we should and like gone to different places and got to like know different parts of the city. Okay, you're not addressing I understand that. That was, that implication was obvious. What I'm asking there are, there are two there are a couple of people Yes. Who enjoy going to this one place. Who were not a part of the conversation that you guys wanted to go to different places. Yeah. Have they been joining you at the new places? Okay, this conversation happened yesterday. Okay, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> we have gone to one okay, new place I so under- far. I understand the time scale now. We're on the same page. I understand. I'm sorry. I did not make God. this clear off the bat. <laughs> this is a recent development in my life as in within the past 24 hours (laughs) it happened last night at like 10 p.m okay i understand now i I will admit some fault on you that you did say that you were out with drinks with people it just wasn't clear that this conversation happened last night yeah i'm sorry about that you're good i should have added more clarity to my story (laughs) um that's an important that's an important development though like i feel like that's a good thing to talk about yeah and I feel like it will be good for everybody involved. Yeah. Because also, it's just, like, so much more interesting. Yeah. Aaron and I do our best on our end of, like, we haven't been great about it, but we try to be better of if we're going to go get some food, let's try and be intentional about it. Let's not get food just for the sake of getting food. Let's try to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. And let's try and try places that we haven't tried before. Even if that's just a new food truck at the food truck place that's a block away. But ideally, just trying our way around places that are, whether they're nearby or not, just let's let's go to new places. Um, and I think we've been doing better at that. Mm-hmm. So I definitely I definitely appreciate the wanting to branch out, especially in this in the case where you're not particularly enthralled by the current situation anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I can see value in being, like, a loyal customer to a, an establishment, whether it's, like, a restaurant or a bar or whatever you want to be. Yeah. A scrapbooking store, whatever. Like, I can I can see the value in that, and I, like, participate in that sort of environment at certain times. But it's, like, in this case, nobody 
no we've had i've had the conversation with others that like nobody wants to be a loyal patron at this establishment and not to mention because it's not good like we've all had the conversation that like the service isn't great the atmosphere is not great Mm -hmm. like the drinks are crap yeah uh and so like and it's kind of like it's not that cheap (laughs) yeah and the thing is, none of you guys, as far as I know, are characters in an ABC sitcom where it would be funny and charming that you regularly that you regularly visit this place as your one spot that has its own funny cast of characters that you guys interact with. It's like, no, 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 that's not how real life works. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> we, we should go try different places and not just settle for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Well, I think that is an interesting development, Grant. I think you owe it to yourself to Thank you. plumb your life for more topics. Plumb my life. That sounds interesting. <laughs> Shoot, now I'm craving plums. I should have gotten plums mm. when I was grocery shopping. Is it plum season? What is plum season? I don't know, man. I don't know when fruit seasons are. I know when apple season is. That's about it. Yeah. I gotta figure... I gotta... Plum season. Season. Ah, same when everything else is. It's coming. July up. through October, so not quite there yet. Yeah, it's coming up though. Coming up. Hmm. But I gotta. I gotta. One thing that I've noticed in my life, I gotta get on like berry season this year. Like when strawberries mm. are in season, I gotta get on that and buy some like crazy bulk strawberries and make myself like a year's worth of jam. Hmm. Because I am excessively disappointed with the quality of jam that's readily accessible to me. Did I did I tell you my strawberry reduction story as it pertains to pancakes slash waffles? I don't think so. This wasn't for like Aaron's birthday or something. Was no, it? no, no. This this happened no. like a month ago, a little oh, bit no. less than a month ago. I have I am unaware of this. So this was only a few days before we we went back to Minnesota. Maybe or maybe it was the week before. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I was craving a waffle. Aaron got me a waffle maker the other year. I just hadn't made waffles for quite a while, and I wanted one. In particular, I really was craving a strawberry waffle. Cause growing up, I when we when I went to a breakfast place with my family, I loved getting fruity pancakes or waffles, particularly mm-hmm. strawberry. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to go run to the grocery store. I'm going to get myself some strawberries. I'm going to get myself some whipped cream. Right? Mm. And so I went and did that, except I went to the close grocery store, which, as I've mentioned before, is the fancy grocery store. They did not have any pre-done whipped cream. They did not have ready whip. They did not have cool whip, anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I had to get, it was fine. You know, I, I can buy some heavy whipping cream and make myself some whipped cream. Mm-hmm. But I have not done this for a very long time. Every time I do it, I have to look it up. So I look, I look up a simple recipe for making whipped cream. I start doing it. It says add the add a little bit of sugar and vanilla, whip it for three to four minutes, whatever. So I start doing this, and at, at one point I get to a point where like I feel like this is probably getting close. And so I ask Aaron, "Hey, is this does this seem good to you?" And she said, "Well, I think it can go a little bit longer." I said, "Okay." So I continue to go. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, why is it, like, splashing me? And Aaron looks at it and is like, I think you just made it halfway to making butter. And so I did not get my strawberries and cream waffle <laughs> that <Aww>. day. <laughs> Sad face. 
But what I did do after this, um, the next day when I wanted to make a waffle for myself, I did I make pancakes? I don't remember what I made. I think I made a waffle. Um, I ended up making a uh, strawberry reduction and with just like, you know, a bunch of strawberries and some cornstarch and some water and some sugar. I think that's all it was, which I'd never really, I've never actually done anything like that before. I don't know what the process is for making like a proper jam or anything, but it was really good. Mm. It only took a few minutes. It was so good. I just had mm-hmm. that and a little bit of powdered sugar on a waffle. Oh, it was good. So I can feel the desire for just wanting to make some jam or jelly or whatever it is that you want to make. Preserves. <laughs> mm-hmm. We need to get to the farmer's market more often. There's a really good farmer's market Ooh. Um, a short walk from here. And we just, we've gone a couple times just kind of by happenstance and we'd never get anything. I feel like we probably actually should. Mm-hmm. Do you just, like, go and meander around? Pretty much. Because, I mean, some of the times, you know, it's there's some specialty items. Like, it's a farmer's market, but there's also, like, you know, just other stuff. And I, I ogle at the prices, especially the prices of eggs. We already live in a city where the eggs, where the eggs are expensive. I don't need the farmer's market to mark up the price of eggs even further. Mm-hmm. But there is a place that Aaron has gotten some blackberries that just taste like candy. They're so good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Don't you love when fruit tastes like candy? I do. I do a lot. Um, The final update that I want to provide you. Uh, This weekend, I went and met my new baseball team. Ooh. So I met I I was talking to a guy on Reddit who had posted also looking for an adult baseball league who's around our age, and we ended up you know we were messaging back and forth a little bit. He ended up saying, "Oh, I found a league to play in that's accepting players midseason. It is the Bay Area Korean Baseball Association." <laughs> and he said, "Don't worry, not everyone's Korean." <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Basically, this organization started as just like a small little neighborhood group, more or less. And then a little more than 10 years ago, they were growing big enough that one guy decided, let's make this like a proper, like a nonprofit organization so we can properly rent out fields and start to grow this a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think just because it started with its Korean roots and there were already like established adult baseball leagues in the region that have that are part of like a broader national organization i think they just named themselves the korean baseball association because it just made sense at the time Mm -hmm. but like they don't care if anyone else joins it still happens to be i would say a majority korean from what i can tell um but it doesn't matter everyone's still super cool everyone just wants to play baseball um the biggest difference here is that the uh the other leagues that are more established tend to have a slightly more strictly, div- not strictly divided, but actual age brackets where there are leagues that are like 18 up, 25 and up, and like mm. 40 and up or something like that, whatever mm-hmm. it is, to separate it out a little bit more. Uh, this league has none of that. Like the youngest player is like 18. The oldest is like 60. <laughs> mm-hmm. So 
But I I, uh, I didn't have all my equipment yesterday, so I didn't get to actually play. But I got to meet everyone and go play catch and all that. So that was really nice. And I'll be able to play next weekend. So I'm very much looking forward to it. Cool. Yeah. It felt very just like... I don't know. I just find playing baseball, like, relaxing. Like, it is. It just... Mm-hmm. Like I think I said a while ago, um, the last time I brought this up regarding softball and, ma- and that wanting me to, making me want to play baseball again, I thought that I had tricked myself into believing that I didn't still really want to play baseball. And now that the opportunity is there again, it's like, oh, no, I really want to play baseball again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just find no other sport quite as engaging for me. I'll anxiously await hearing about it. Yes. You know what else I'll anxiously await about hearing more from? Messy Cow Comics by Chen Wang. So, uh, in this comic, we were... The scene opens uh, in presumably a child's bed where there's a child sitting there and a mother who's reading to them before bedtime, I assume. Um, and the book is Curious George. So it's got a, a a monkey and a dude in a yellow, yellow clothing on it. And so mother's saying, then George and the man with the yellow hat went home together. The end. I want more. The boy pipes up. No, it's time to sleep. No more story. The boy whines kind of angrily. The mother looking unimpressed. No, sleep. And the boy, exploding in a tantrum, screams, No! As the boy starts crawling out of the bed, the mother says, Where are you going? Huh? I'm leaving this house. As the boy is walking out the door, carrying a st- or dragging a stuffed animal and a pink blanket behind it, the mother says, Where are you going to live? The boy, looking back angrily over his shoulder, snaps back with the man in the yellow hat. With the man with the yellow hat. Yeah, not the man in the yellow hat. Man with the yellow hat. There you go. You gonna run away from home, Mark? I'm not. I would like to point out the the same thing that I noticed is the same thing that the uh, top commenter pointed out, which is that George is just spelled wrong in the first speech bubble. (laughs) Cheer. (laughs) <laughs> spelled more like gorge with an extra e <laughs> but, oh, I but they spelled I... it correctly at first i was like oh are they trying to do that as like a funny uh copyright thing but no they spell it correctly on the book if you zoom in <laughs> so and then the top reply to that when so, someone was just like george you know spelled incorrectly question mark the top reply to that was she needs a cup of covfefe <laughs> Like a real throwback. (laughs) (laughs) No, so I was I was curious, Grant. What children's books were your favorite as a kid, and perhaps still still uh, have a soft spot with you today? Mm. If any, I don't know what your childhood was like. I'm I'm perhaps being presumptuous, but. Yeah, you're you're assuming I know how to read. <laughs> well, we already know you don't, but <laughs> by the fact that I clearly maybe your parents didn't read to George you, George, or the man with the yellow hat. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm trying to think. Children's books, children's books. 
I don't know why, but the Shell Silverstein, I know the other children's books, but like. No, those totally count. The Where the Sidewalk Ends or something is for some reason like seared into my memory a little bit, just what the cover looks like. Yep. Yep. Um, And let me think. There's like some, gosh, a book about like some cows going to the moon or something. Minnie and something goes to the moon. Hmm. Minnie and blank goes to the moon. Minnie and Moo go to the moon. Yeah. Minnie and Moo go to the moon. Huh. Okay. I don't know why. Like, I don't know if these are favorite books. These are just books that I remember. (laughs) That's fair. That's a good start. Um, yeah, so I remember those books, um, or at least that one. Now that I'm looking on Amazon, I guess I don't know those books. I don't. Would you like a Would you others. like a third printing copy of Minnie and Moo for seventy three dollars and forty eight cents? Are you serious? Oh my god! That's it's that's if you get it new. You can buy it used for twenty four dollars. Jesus Christ! That's still too expensive. <laughs> There's a really good Brian Regan bit about children's books. About how expensive they about are? About how expensive they are for, like, 14 words. <laughs> hmm <laughs> But a lot of illustration. Mm. A lot of illustration, that's true. But and it really- was also, uh, I think the part of the end of the bit was how the synopsis is always very <laughs> much not aligned with the content oh. of the story. Like, the synopsis <laughs> is longer than the story itself. Yeah. You know? Read this riveting tale of two two cows as they traverse along. You know. <laughs> yeah, they embark on a long journey to travel off planet to the moon. Also, the uh, so on this Amazon thing, the parenthetical man. The title of this is hilarious. It's Minnie and Moo go to the moon. Parentheses. Two cow friends decide to drive the farmer's tractor all the way to the moon. And parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on the highway. That's some that's some pro level SEO there. SEO, search engine optimization grant. Get with uh, it. Ah, I'm sorry. All the cool kids are doing it. All the cool kids have been doing it for like 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Guess I'm clearly not one of the cool kids. <laughs> if you hadn't figured out yet. <laughs> so Minnie and Moo go to the moon. Are there any others you remember? Or is it just this Shell Silverstein? Um. Like, I'm sure there's more, but now that you asked me the question, I can't think of any. Like, we've talked about the Magic Treehouse books before. That, that's true. That's a good point. But those, like, I'm trying to think of, like, something that's not a chapter book. Oh, look at you, Mr. Big Reader Boy. <laughs> well, more of just chapter books where, for older I don't know, me. But have so... you ever heard of a little book called War and Peace? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'll stop trying. I'm just getting attacked. <laughs> Did you ever have, I, I'm sure I've asked this, but did you ever have growing up the illustrated classics versions of any books? The illustrated classics. Should I know what this means? So illustrated classics, it's exactly what it sounds like. They are the they are versions of, quote, the classics of classic literature, but they're all dumbed down for kids and they all have lots of illustrations. They're not like a kid's book. But they're like the sort of book you would read in like mid elementary school, probably. Mm-hmm. So you can so you can like read Robinson Crusoe or The Count of Monte Cristo or whatever, but in a way that is much more kid friendly. But you still kind of get the story. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't recognize any of these. Okay. Like, I have a few of the... Like, so they're, like, kind of, like, abridged versions of these? Yeah, abri- abridged, very heavily edited <laughs> for kids. Um, I'm not sure what you would say exactly, but that's more okay. or less correct, yeah. yeah so I guess I... it's the great illustrated classics is technically what they are. Huh. Yeah, I don't have any of them as far as I know. Okay. I don't recognize curious. them. But I, I have some of the actual books. That's fair. I mean, yeah, this is kind of what, like, having these around, I don't think I read many of them, but they were kind of around. And they definitely guided some things that I wanted to, like, that I aspired to read when I was older mm-hmm. and had the attention span for them. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to decide if I'm proud of how many of them I've read or ashamed at how many of them I haven't read. I mean, it can be both. I feel the same way. I have lots of nice classic literature books that I've purchased myself or Aaron has purchased for me that I just haven't read. And yeah. I'll get to them eventually, you know. A few that I've <laughs> never heard of. Uh, Like what? Uh, King Solomon's Mines. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that either. <laughs> um, I also don't know what kidnapped? list you're currently looking at, but. Oh, I'm just looking at, I don't know. The Great Illustrated or Great Illustrated Classics.com. Oh, you can get all of them for a 66 title pack for 500 bucks. Jesus Christ. But that's like a pretty good price. That's less than $10 a book. You can buy them for seven for seven fifty five on the website. Okay. Well, maybe that's what. Oh, it is that's for a book. sale price. That's a sale price. What's the right? Seven fifty five times sixty six. Oh, okay, normal yeah. price. That, that is that is the price of just buying all of them. Okay. So you do not get a discount. <laughs> How tricky into thinking you're getting a deal. Oh, that's right. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Oh, no, I'm not saving this. No, I should save this. Okay, give me a second. I write this down. Okay. This is something I've been thinking about for months and keep forgetting to bring up in hmm. a comic. And I got to write it down so I don't forget. I got to add it to my ideas document. That you regularly check back with? I do. Pretty much oh. every week. Well, that's good. Um, Sorry. If you if you got somewhere you want to take this, you can. Well, I'm writing this down. Um, oh, where, What is this terrible movie that I watched on Disney Plus? I watched with my parents. The, the the kidnapped one is like jogging something in my brain of mm-hmm. a movie, a Disney movie from like the 80s maybe that I watched with my mom and dad on Disney+. Plus. Wow. And it wasn't good, but I'm just trying to remember what it was. It was definitely, it was like, the story of a young Norwegian boy, or something like that. Oh my God, is it a story about me? Who uh, had to go... So it's not kidnapped, uh, but he had to go like work on some ship to pay off his dad's debt on the land or something like that. Because mm-hmm. his dad was hurt and couldn't go do it on his own. And then there's pirates involved and stuff. But I'm having a really tough time trying to find it there's a whole section on disney plus just called made in the 90s i want made in the 80s because i think that's more relevant for me maybe if i just search pirate it was none of these maybe they just took it off norwegian 
Boy Pirate Movie Disney. Shipwrecked. 1990. Shipwrecked. Yeah, man. Hawken Hawkinson. <laughs> a young Norwegian boy in the 1850s. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a very, like, just lazily stereotyped name. Well, Hawken it was produced Hawkinson? by a consortium of Scandinavian companies. Really? Like, it has a Norwegian release. The film was a dramatization of Norwegian author Olaf Falk Itter's book, Hawken Hawkinson and Norsk Robinson. <laughs> Maybe Norwegians are just unoriginal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I ever tell you the, uh, there's this crazy book that I read that I didn't realize I was reading in that I thought I was reading a different book. I thought I checked out a different ebook from the library and then I hadn't. I'm going to send you a link to this. But the author's name is amazing. So the book is called The Rabbit Back Literature Society. And the author's name is... Oh, Jesus Christ. Posse Ilmari Yaskalainen. But all of the A... There's three A's in her last name. Yeah. And they... Or is this a guy? I don't actually know. Oh, it's a guy. In his last name, all have umlauts on them. So it just looks very amusing to me. Yowza. Yeah. Anyway. Wait. Huh. A highly contagious book virus? Yeah. It's a wild book. I don't think it's that good, but I I was amused by it. Like, I read it, and I was like, well, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's wow. very weird. The second the comment this from book 2013. Wild. It pains me to say this, but this is one of the worst books I've read in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's such a weird book. Um, anyway, huh. I I'm always interested. I was having this conversation with someone else recently. I don't remember who, but someone else was talking about Shel Silverstein. And how much they enjoyed his books. And I think they were actually specifically talking about uh, A Light in the Attic. Which is the other Mm -hmm. very well-known title (laughs) or cover page. Um, But I I don't know if it was because I just first got one of his books at a Scholastic Book Fair or something. But I never read Shel Silverstein. I always read Jack Prolutsky. Jack Prolutsky? Which, in fairness is a little bit different of an author all all of or poet all of his poems are just like straight up funny poems like there's not much deeper meaning to most of them i don't think mm-hmm. they're all just meant to be like funny um poems for you know elementary school boys kind of a thing mm-hmm. uh let me give you an example i could probably start reading a few of them just off the top of my head um, he has the most like authory poety type pictures that come up on Google when yeah, you search him. He does. They're, they're just like the generic like, oh, pretend like you just looked over your shoulder at the camera. Yep. Be glad your nose is on your face, not pasted on some other place. For if it were where it is not, you might dislike your nose a lot. Imagine if your precious nose were sandwiched in between your toes. That clearly would not be a treat for you'd be forced to smell your feet. 
Your nose would be a source of dread were it attached atop your head. It soon would drive you to despair forever tickled by your hair. Within your ear, your nose would be an absolute catastrophe, for when you were obliged to sneeze, your brain would rattle from the breeze. Your nose instead, through thick and thin, remains between your eyes and chin. Not pasted out in some other place, be glad your nose is on your face. That's very that's very classic Jack Prolutsky. Yeah. And I don't know, I just like, because it was the first poetry that I ever read... And I, I went through a long phase in middle school where I liked writing poems, whether they were silly poems or what. But I always liked Jack Prolutsky's poem because I don't think I've read a single one where the natural syllables, like the way that I wanted to read it without even thinking, like I just did that one, it always worked out perfectly. Because sometimes you get a rhyming poem where the poet maybe had a particular cadence in mind. And uh-huh. then you read it, and you have to be, you like stumble over a line because the like rhythm, the beat doesn't quite match up with what you expected. And you had to like insert a pause or something. But no, his are just like very metronomic and very pleasant to read because of that. Yeah. It's like, even like the Be Glad Your Nose is on a Face, getting absolute catastrophe, like oh, that's, such, that's such a good way to like put in a rhyme. Mm hmm. Actually, here's a really good one. I'm sorry. I'm just going to read poetry now for the rest of the episode. That's um, fine. This is probably my favorite. And it's even more it's even more powerful now that I'm an adult and I know what all the words in here actually are. Um, I am Ebenezer Bleezer. I run Bleezer's ice cream store. There are flavors in my freezer you have never seen before. 28 mm. divine creations, too delicious to resist. Why not do yourself a flavor? Try the flavors on my list. Did I say do a flavor? Do a f- try not. Why not do yourself a favor? Oh. Try the flavors on my list. <laughs> and here, here are the twenty-eight flavors. Are you ready? Oh gosh. Coca Mocha Macaroni, Tapioca Smoked Bologna, Checkerberry Cheddar Chew, Chicken Cherry Honeydew, Tutti Fruity Stewed Tomato, Tuna Taco Baked Potato, Lobster Lychee Lima Bean, Mozzarella Mango Steen. Almond, almond ham meringue salami, yam anchovy prune pastrami, sassafras souvlaki hash, sukiyaki succotash, butter pickle pumpernickel, pomegranate, no, ugh, butter brickle pepper pickle, pomegranate pumpernickel, peach pimento pizza plum peanut pumpkin bubblegum, broccoli banana bluster, chocolate chop suey cluster, avocado brussels sprout, periwinkle with sauerkraut, cotton candy carrot custard, Cauliflower cola mustard, onion dumpling double dip, turnip truffle triple fl- triple flip, garlic gumbo gravy guava, lentil lemon liver lava, orange olive bagel beet, watermelon waffle wheat. It, wait, was that a list of cursed flavors? Uh, yeah, from Ebenezer Bleezer, who runs Bleezer's ice cream store. Ebenezer Bleezer should be burnt at the stake. <laughs> Let's make this clear. <laughs> Those flavors, some of them sounded like they were, they all rolled off the tongue wonderfully nicely. Yeah. Or they seemed like they did. But they all also seemed like they would make you want to hurt somebody if you had Oh, yeah, they're all it. horrendous. Um, wow. Okay, I need to send you a picture. We might want to not have this as a part of the episode. Uh, mm. But when I searched up this uh, poet... Uh, and then went to Google Images. The ads are horrific that I received. Oh, I, yeah. 
Yeah, that's not good. Who is the author of that top left one? <sighs> or I guess all of these? What the heck, man? You have some cursed advertisements. I don't know what. How did. I'm going to Google this now. The night. Are you on Google Image Search that Dad you just went did that? To jail? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go to Google Images. I'm going to search Jack Prolutsky. And I guess I'm going to turn off my ad blocker so that I can see all of this. Why, oh, wait, my Dad? ad blocker is turned off. I just don't add advertisements on this. What? Why do you have all these advertisements? I just don't see any. Yeah, I have no ads right now. These are horrible. Maybe if I turn off Safe Search. Do you have Safe Search on? I have no idea. Oh, no, my Safe Search was already off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see this. But, uh, yeah, um, that's a very different kind of uh What the frick? It's, it's like the bad modern version of this kind of stuff. Like, I remember seeing this sort of stuff uh, when I was, like, middle school. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. What the hell? Good stuff. <sighs> All right, one more poem. Let's see. What should the last Jack Prolitsky poem be? Well, oh, I want the, the juggler one. I like that one. Give me a second. Clara Cleach, that's what I want. Alright, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. The poorest juggler ever seen was clumsy Clara Cleach, who juggled a bean, a nectarine, a pumpkin, and a peach. She juggled a stone, a slide trombone, a celery stalk, a stick, a seated roll, a salad bowl, a bagel, a boot, a brick. With relative ease, she juggled a cheese, she juggled a lock. Lime. Yes, Clara juggled all of these, but just one at a time. There you go. I do think juggling a, a single slide trombone would be difficult. Would you juggle your slide trombone, Grant? I would not juggle anyone's slide trombone. <laughs> Unless it's like an ornament. <sighs> and that is not a euphemism, kids. <laughs> Grant has brought The Born Loser by Art <laughs> And Chip Sansom. Move my comment real quick. Sitting at a diner, kind of coffee bar thing on stools, we have a couple of guys. Um, guy on the left has um, bright yellow hair and is wearing a checkered, I guess, um, hat. That's green. The guy on the right is wearing another hat that's a more traditional brown with a blue band. Uh, the guy on the right says, I haven't been able to ask my boss about a raise due to his mood swings. Man on the left responds, Why don't you just wait to ask him when he swings to a good mood? And the man on the right says, Fester doesn't have good moods. His mood swings. His moods swing from bad to worse. Ha! Vebelfester. What a good managerial name. Yeah. And you also, I have to say, Mark, you did a wonderful job of reading this comic in a way that perfectly plays into what I wanted to talk about. Hmm. Because uh, you mentioned a part of the comic that isn't explicitly stated, but it is critical to what I wanted to bring up. Do tell. What are your thoughts on stools? Hmm. Any type of stool you want to talk about. 
The only time I've enjoyed sitting on a stool is at a drum set. Okay. Other than that, I really don't like them. Our, like, bar chairs that we have in our apartment, because we just needed some, they're not, you know, they're stools. They're not circular stools. They are rectangular stools, if you'll, okay. if you'll allow me to call them a stool. But the key thing is that they have no backrest. I hate them. Okay. I don't like them much at all. Um, you know, they're just so that, like, I understand the the usefulness of having something without a back in terms of one less thing in a crowded environment to cause a problem. Mm-hmm. But that's really the only under that's not really only benefit I I understand, which is why when you're sitting on a drum set, it makes sense to be sitting on a stool, similar to a piano bench. You don't want arms on the end of your piano bench. That doesn't make it easier to play. But in a casual environment, I would like to feel casual. And things like armrests and back help with that. I mm-hmm. do not sit at a stool while podcasting. I sit in my nice armchair or my office chair um, with arms and a back. Mm-hmm. So those are my thoughts on stools. Okay. So is that all you had to ask about? <laughs> Pretty much. I feel like we've gotten enough this week, if, unless you want to right. chat more. No, I, I can continue to ask more, but like... That's fine. You answered I'll my s- basic premise. Mm-hmm.